Welcome to High School Backups Podcast. My name is Nick. <laughs> this is episode 75. Whoa. And we hope you're having a good week. Oh, no. Thank you for your patience as I have not been here the last few weeks. Therefore, we're not been able to live stream. That will not be an issue going forward as we will have someone backup able to live stream. Thank you, Austin, uh, going forward. Uh, now that he is sort of settling <laughs> oh, into his house. Um, yes, for those sir. wondering what Kyle's talking about, uh, let's not worry about it. Uh, let's move into <laughs> what we're talking about. So, uh, That's a common uh, phrase on this podcast. Don't worry about it. Hey, wait a second. No. <laughs> Damn. I think the most common phrase is, Kyle, you don't know what you're talking about. I think that's the most common That's phrase. the most common phrase. And unfortunately, it's also the one that tilts him the quickest, the easiest. It's also the one that's the most true. So. Oh, wait a oh. second. Hey, whoa. Let's go. That's the energy that I want this week. Let's go. With that note. <laughs> and with no. that note. Put it reverse, Put it reverse. Okay, so back to the beginning of what we were talking about today. So uh, let's get into a few pieces of news that we'll talk about just on a slow, lower level here. Uh, first things first, women's national team last or this morning, very early this morning, 3 a.m. on the Eastern Coast, which Kyle's waking up early for for some weird reason, uh, mm-hmm. has been, I mean, it was fine when it was 9 p.m., but 3 a.m. is a little early. 5 a.m. on Sunday, though. Uh, the U.S. national team, uh, women's national team most specifically, those who win most commonly have only suffered a total of one loss in group play uh, and a total of four draws now before last game and now five draws uh, in their time in 23 wins. Uh, suffered another draw last night to the team at which I am spacing on. It was Portugal. It was Portugal. Thank you. <laughs> All I wanted to say was the Netherlands, which is true. They did. They did uh, draw with the Netherlands. However, they the did. Netherlands mm-hmm. did go ahead and absolutely diddly wop Vietnam, uh, putting mm-hmm. them in a spot that would uh, have them taking the first seed, with the U.S. taking the second seed. Now, per Andrew, who's not here, they will be playing Sweden, I guess, in the yes. first round of sixteen mm-hmm. on Sunday at five a.m. I haven't Correct. decided if that's worth getting up for or not. Um, we'll see. Maybe I, let's get up at 6 and watch it then. Yeah, I don't know if I want to watch them lose to Sweden at 5 in the morning. I don't know if that's how I want to start my Sunday. Yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with one week till uh, you know what, Mr. Kyle. Let's go. Uh, anywho. Yes. Uh, the countdown mm-hmm. begins for the I, thing that we are all excited for. I think the countdown mm-hmm. started quite a long time ago. Unless you're a boomer. I think the most important part is making sure to uh, really pay attention as this team tries to come out of this hole that they've been in with two draws in a row. Um, Mm -hmm. So we're really going to have to keep a lookout on them, hope that they can win uh, and close it out as they need to get something together. Um, Andrew went a little bit of a rant in our chat earlier talking about how they just aren't figuring it out. Uh, And if they don't, Mm -hmm. then they're going to end out way sooner than they have in a very long time. So. Uh, Car- Carly Lloyd looked pissed, by the way. If you guys have not seen that video of her basically saying mm-hmm. the MVP of the match was the goalpost, I would mm-hmm. recommend watching it because she looked fired up and heated. Um, a good sign, yeah. I agree, except Carly Lloyd doesn't play anymore, so <laughs> unfortunately. Well, you know, any any uh, emotions better than no emotion in these situations. All, so. all I'm going to say is if you say the MVP is the goalpost, mm, that means you suck. If that yep. doesn't get if that doesn't get these girls fired up to win against Sweden, then come on. Like 
That they, Carly Lloyd, one of the greatest players of the sport that you were representing your country for, just basically called you dog shit on live television mm-hmm. in front of mm-hmm. millions of people. Billions of people probably have been watching the World Cup, right? And she just outright called you guys god awful and terrible. That should light a fire into your ass. And if it doesn't, I don't know what to tell you then at that point. Like, that should light well, a fire into your ass. Well, look back at 2019. Tom Brady told our receivers that they sucked and they should run faster. They didn't, so. So, can we also agree that a zero to zero game, regardless of what sport it is? I see, I don't agree. That's my that's my t- I like I like those kind of games. I like those nice close. I back want, and a forth one game, zero but... is significantly more fun than a zero zero. So I yes, I like those when it's the World Cup and it's the best of the best doing it. When it's just I like well, you when it's the... Like the best of the best. So. They still are. They're the number one seed for a reason. Number one team for Okay, well, moving on to another number one seed, uh, Katie Ledecky, the legendary woman herself, mm-hmm. who continues to impress year after year after year after year, Olympics after Olympics after Olympics, who has fallen off a little bit, not so much in her own skill, but there have been other women who have gotten uh, better in a lot of categories that have sort of taken some of her, uh, you know, medals away and her ability to get golds and, and silvers and so on, uh, has officially passed Michael Phelps all time for the most world medals uh she is coming up on uh the years where she is going to stop competing uh i'm gonna check right well she's she's 26 so she's probably got two maybe three more olympics in her yeah that would be actually winning is very different so yeah i agree but she is known as uh one of the most uh infamous swimmers to essentially go from the 1600 or the marathon races all the way down to the 200 even in some cases 100 meter races uh which require very different skills and stamina and ways of swimming and Uh, build and she has been Mm -hmm. very very good for eight years now where she's been U.S. even before that um and the mm-hmm. u.s also has some other women swimmers who are very good as well but these other countries have kind of caught up to her a little bit um so as she quote-unquote slows down and if you call winning world championships as well as still winning olympic medals slowing down uh just like michael phelps did in his last one still won medals and so on uh but you know you can't win yeah. nine twice all right we're not going to do that uh My- yeah. Michael Phelps still is the leader for Olympic medals, um, but Katie Ledecky is very much in her own right, making her way like to catching up to to well, Michael Phelps. She, so yeah, she we could very well consider the best woman swimmer of all time. Uh, Absolutely, I don't. I think that's already. I think she already has that title. Yeah, to be honest, and very much how, the time yeah. too for special. How many? Um, how many more does she need in the Olympics? To catch up to Michael Phelps, a lot. <laughs> she needs yeah. a lot. And the like, yeah. it comes down to the fact that uh, Phelps would always get one or two, if not three medals that were medley uh, medals yep. uh, or team medals uh, that she isn't necessarily getting. Um, so I think Michael Phelps at 21, right? That was what his record was at. Uh, he has – I'm looking for the exact – He was more. He, was he like, has 23. 20. He has 23. Yeah. He has 28 in total, 23 gold. Um, and I'm looking for Katie Ledecky exactly. That's just what's still so insane is that like for three straight Olympics he got nothing but gold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is unfair. The fact that and it wasn't like oh yeah, medals, he got it in three of them are gold is insane. <laughs> yeah, right. Like everybody was impressed with like uh you know um Usain Bolt right. He was able to you know three straight Olympics same thing for him. He got gold <laughs> three events he did, but like he Phelps did it in like five different events at every olympics yeah. so yes. 
So ju- just to show, n- not to discredit anything that Katie Ledecky has done, but just to show how different in the Olympics it is from her and Michael Phelps. She has, um, as far as I can see, she has... Seven gold medals. Seven gold medals right now. Yes. Wow. In all fairness, so, Michael Phelps at 26 had, I think, about seven. He just so yep. happened to win nine in one Olympics. Yeah, uh, and do something so, absolutely disgusting in his following Olympics when he was like twenty seven or twenty eight. So. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, Katie, so Katie, it's Katie still very, very like... close, but still, like it's it's crazy how talented both and of them are. Still, the world record holder in two separate events. So, also yeah. one of Michael Phelps' uh, event records, uh, world records, just uh, went under this past weekend. Um, I'm not sure which one it was, but it was a fairly impressive one. I think it was one of the medley. Um, where you do like four different, um, yeah, I think it was the 800 where you do four different races, uh, or four different strokes, excuse me, 200 meters each. Uh, and that world record was broken as well. So, um, that's mm. it for the news, uh, this week. Uh, anyone else have anything else they want to talk about before we get into our actual topics? No. Well, we're going to get into training camps. That's pretty much the gist of it. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about the MLB trade deadline as well. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, for both of our teams, uh, both the Yankees and Red Sox at most did a very small move. Um, not At face value, not going to make a huge impact on either teams. Therefore, not really worth talking about and not worth complaining about how they didn't do anything. Um, I at least knew the Red Sox weren't going to do anything. I'm sure most fans did with how they're set up. Uh, the Yankees may be in selling mode. They may not, but nonetheless, they didn't do anything as the uh, fifth seed in the uh, AL East. And furthermore, the seventh seed, or no, excuse me, the ninth seed in the East in general out of 15 teams. Uh, and they mm-hmm. are fifth in their division. So. They're three and a half back of the other wild card. Looks like the Yankees were just like, hey, we're just going to, if we make it, we make it. If not, okay. I think that's a stupid thing because you should have just gotten rid of some guys then at that point and just come back next year. Plus, getting rid of guys, this is what I think every MLB team should do. If you're not going to buy, you sell that season and you let your young guys come up and play. It makes no sense. It's not like in the NFL or ones where it doesn't necessarily make sense to do that because you, all your young guys that you draft that year are you've already been able to kind of see them play and you can rotate them in a little bit. It doesn't work the same in MLB and you have so many young guys in three or four, or in some cases, five different divisions of the minor league system that it just makes sense to give your guys a shot. Uh, the Yankees are notorious for not doing that. And just AKA Aaron judge. So uh, yep. literally prime example. So there were a few larger trades, including one of the most hilarious trades I ever saw. I've ever seen in, uh, in any sport. Uh, I'll start with that one. Justin Verlander is officially going back to the Houston team. Wow, dude. I really, the Houston, the Astros, Houston team. That's all they should be known you know as from now crazy, on. They're bro? just the Houston they're, team. They're about to be the Redskins again. The Washington Redskins, bro. It's just crazy. What? Have you not heard about oh, this? Oh, boy. Okay. I did hear about that, but what does football have to do with the because, Houston team? Because the football team versus the Houston <laughs> baseball team. I was just, I was confused as to why you were bringing up that. Like, I heard about the Redskins maybe coming back, but I was just confused yeah. as to how the two were connected. Anywho, well, going back to Justin Verlander is going back to the Houston baseball team, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. the Astros. Uh, and he's going back for uh, the uh, Houston, I'm sure more than this, but at the very least, the Houston's number one top prospect and their number four top prospect. 
the part that makes this so hilarious is that Houston had Justin Verlander on their roster last year, had an opportunity to sign him long term, and did not, and then they just traded for him. So, so it is kind of funny. I don't. I'd have to go back and see if there's other, either in baseball or other places where team didn't sign him and then traded back for him again uh i'm not sure if that's happened the same season um it has happened with other teams um if not the first year but the year after like uh with the the um celtics you know traded back for al horford what a year or two or two years after he was uh he left for free agency so it definitely has happened like that when they had a chance to sign their guys and they decided not to but it is a weird one considering (laughs) You gave up your number one prospect to get him. And honestly, I mean, he was pitching well, but I don't think he was worth the number one. And number four. Number one and number four. Two your top five. Right. Yeah, Austin, what do you have so, funniest part about this I just read? Justin Verlander, on top of that, had a no trade clause that he had to mm-hmm. wave. He had to decide he wanted to go to the mm-hmm. team. So he wanted to go back to the Astros. That is hilarious. Well, the New York wants to be a cheater again. Yeah, I think he realized. So, I think the reason he walked in the first place is because he wasn't going to get that kind of money. And as soon as the Astros were looking to get him back, he was like, yeah, of course I want to go. I got my money and I can come back to you. Um, still get his money. Yeah. So it just makes sense for the Astros. They do have a somewhat aging core. There's, there are some good young guys like Jordan Alvarez, but for them it makes sense to make that extra um, push because they thought they could let – Verlander walk, I think, and still be okay because they had had a very strong deep rotation last year, but the guys haven't stepped up the way they needed to to be an ace this year. So it makes sense. They get their ace back. The other guys can fall back in line where they were last year. And here we go, Strohs. I guess you're going to the Super, uh, Super Bowl. Wow. Super Bowl. Uh, wow. Wow. I guess it's the Washington. You get so you know. bored of baseball. You start um, thinking about other sports. Okay. It's usually how so it Some of the other things yeah, you know, for this, there's just been a lot of different stuff. Um, well, you have Paul De, uh, Paul DeJong or DeJong. Paul DeJong was a was a was a good one for the um for the, the Blue Jays Blue Jays to pick up. Um, they needed him um to to fill in that um what left field spot, right? Uh, I think yes, so. Yes. Um. Oh no, short. You know, some other. Or, sorry, right? He's a shortstop. They they did get somebody that I was confusing the different trades and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, he fills in the shortstop since Bobuchet did just get hurt. He should be fine, but um, he helps them. The Cardinals are absolutely selling. They are selling. Oh, completely selling. Um, Cardinals suck, so it makes sense. But yeah, so Paul DeJong. I mean, you know, there's some other big things. More than one sport. The two big ones was that Verlander and Max Scherzer, both the pitchers from um, the two aces that were supposed to carry hard for uh, the Mets and make them unstoppable. Uh, didn't do that and were traded away in the two seasons, the first season after they both got signed, um, which is really funny to me. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's some other, like, to people that aren't like big baseball fans, it really doesn't make a difference because it wasn't like, oh, Shohei Otani left and Mike Trout got sold or like some of those names. But um, so it hasn't been as big of a deadline as years past have been where there have been some big names moving um, other than those two pitchers. Those are the blockbuster yeah, really. trade and so it's kind of just oh. sitting on it uh and, and for that you know it's not a huge surprise uh, there's Do, a lot of good teams out there so yeah there was one that um i think we didn't really talk about last week uh, i wanted to bring it up this week was do if he did get traded at the time we didn't know what was going to happen 
Uh, will the Angels regret not trading Otani? Yes, because they're going to get nothing for him. He's going somewhere else. So I don't care where um, he goes. He's, he's not going to the Yankees. He might go to the Red Sox. No. He might go to the Dodgers. Like, nobody knows. But... So uh, Let's just still I say that, he, that, that they think he's going to New York, whether Austin it's the Mets I... or the Yankees. Austin and I talked about this last week, actually, when we both were agreeing that the Angels should just trade him because even if they do have an agreement to come back in the future, like, admit, to me, this this shows that the Angels are going to make every effort to keep Otani is what this shows to me. That well, they're gonna... It also shows they want to make sure they sell some seats for this year while they still have them, so... Well, well and yeah. like I, I told him this last week, I think it was after the, the show we were talking about this, but the angels are dumb because you could have easily because Otani has said him and his camp know where he's going. Nobody else knows outside his camp and there hasn't been any leaks or anything. They're really tight lipped about it, but he knows where he's going next season. That's what he's, you know, said. Um, so if, if he's made up his mind already, there's nothing they can do if it's not them. Right. Likely. So what I would do if I was the owner, I would have gone to Otani myself and I would have said, look, I don't know where you want to be. If you don't want to tell me now, that's fine. What I'm going to do is I'm going to trade you, and then I'm going to make a play to try to sign you back. I will give you whatever you want. You want 600 mil, I'll give you 600 mil. But what I'm going to do is trade you away to get pieces that hopefully can help us over the 10 years more that you're here if you sign with us again and build a team that can win you a championship. I mean, I agree. That's, that's what I would But that's not what happens, so here we are. But right? they're idiots, and uh, have fun getting wasting either – the careers of the two of the greatest people to ever play this this game, um, or just losing them for nothing. So have fun, Angels. Sucks to be you. Yeah, Mike Trout's there forever. So Mike Trout's fucked. Yep. Um, on top of all that, so that's kind of it for our our new or well, actually that was part of the new section. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we'll move a little bit on to NFL training camp update. So really, the biggest notes mm-hmm. talk about this also relates to uh, who is left oh! to not be signed. Look who's in the chat. Welcome, hey, Justin. Uh, who's left to not, to still be signed? Uh, those who are on the franchise tag, uh, such as uh, Josh Jacobs. Uh, this does also include those who want contract extensions, such as Jonathan Taylor, um, who has now requested a trade. Um, what what are our thoughts on that? So again, we've had hey. many conversations on how running backs are a scary market to bid money into. Um, so much yeah. so that the Giants are willing to risk losing Saquon forever because they won't pay him the same amount they're going to pay him for one year for three Dude. years. Uh, Dude. Saquon's not involved in this conversation. But he is a good example of what not to do when you want to have a running back around for a while, uh, and that's mm-hmm. by give him one year uh, and say, oh, in the year you can figure it out. Um, furthermore, Jonathan Taylor is maybe the worst or the best example of what not to do, and that's nothing. So and Jim Irsay has um, said he will not trade him, and what they're gonna do is they're gonna piss him off by putting him on the outside of football injury list, which means he doesn't get paid and his contract yeah. year does not get taken. Which means if he has a three-year contract this year, he's still has a three-year contract next year, and he doesn't get paid for this year. So yeah, piss him off. That's a good thing to do. Let's piss him off. You know what's really so I I saw I don't know if you guys also saw Jonathan his uh his tweet about how he was saying he never had back pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, because apparently that was the report that came out was that he had back pain before reporting to camp and then Taylor goes out and says no, he never had back pain and whatnot. This whole controversy to me is just is just a piss a big old pissing match between Jim Mercer and Jonathan Taylor. Like 
whatever happened in that meeting between them or whatever happened beforehand clearly got heated and clearly upset each other that they're both going out and trying to win over the media and what side's right mm-hmm. to to me this what Jonathan Taylor's doing what is happening one Jim Irsay is an asshole and he has yes. been he has been for many years he's one of the worst owners in the NFL but also what Jonathan Taylor's doing by also, like requesting the trade, I don't think is really helping the case for running backs at this point. I don't know. I mean, like, nothing can help the running backs, unfortunately. Because no, unfortunately, Jonathan's yeah, love- the example of like he has MVP talks right the year in what twenty one. Yeah. Um, and obviously, because everybody drafts him number one in fantasy overall last year, right? A lot of people they're, said, yeah, he was he was like the consensus, yeah. Right. Their offensive line awesome. falls apart. Uh, yeah, thank yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Um, <laughs> his offensive line falls apart and he does absolutely nothing. He they had the thirtieth worst or thirtieth best rushing attack in yeah. the NFL last year, right? Out of what there is it thirty two or thirty two? Why am I spacing that? Thirty two. Thirty two, yeah, there are thirty. Um so <laughs> you go from having the best rushing attack or one of the best the year before to that because his offensive line you have one of the best running backs in the top five honestly at that moment and it shows just how we all kind of said it doesn't matter what kind of running back you have it matters whether or not you have an o-line that can um and so now Jonathan Taylor is in that space where they still want him but he doesn't really have much leverage because running backs themselves do not have any leverage it doesn't matter they can produce a ton but you can't really get much out of it. Um, mm-hmm. You have to be lucky like Zeke where they cough up money for him, which he then decided to just do nothing for them with that contract. Yeah. Well, it's just the way it is, unfortunately. So he, I'm, I, yeah, Kyle, any leverage to do anything with it. And he's just going to piss um, and moan whether it's right or not, whether he's justified or not, you know, that's up for people to decide in the media, but even if the media gets on it, I, I just, nothing happens. I think yeah. part of it too is when you're dealing with a dickhead owner, unfortunately, kind of a pissing contest is what they're meant to do. So you want to get back at, you know, if your owner's a complete dick, you want to get back at him. But somebody with that kind of money and that kind of power with that kind of attitude is there for a reason. And the thing is, with a scumbag like him, they're going to bring you down to their level and beat you at their own game. So, but. The running back market, I think a lot of factors brought into where we are now. One, you know, the idea of we're going more into a passing league and embracing good offensive lines to make a running attack or wide receivers. We are also looking at longevity still isn't that great because receiving running backs go from an MVP season to absolutely nothing. Then also you have like Zeke and... um, and even uh, Le'Veon Bell, who were very talented running backs, who got very big contracts and held out and everything and have nothing to show for it since they got their big contracts. And the thing is, you know, maybe running backs deserve – they deserve more money. They do because it is also the toughest position, not only to actually play, but actually to prepare for in the regular season. You're training like an offensive lineman in terms of your leg workouts while also trying to maintain speed. Trying to build that amount of muscle while also being that agile is a recipe to tear up your knees because that's exactly how it is. If your knees can't handle the amount of muscle and stress that's there. 
So I honestly, running backs deserve to be paid more. I don't think there are wide receivers that don't deserve that amount of money. Compared, like Christian Kirk getting $20 million a year. I mean, he's a very talented player, but, you know, Nick Chubb puts in a lot more work and has a bigger effect on his offense. And he deserves just alone half of that money that, that he's getting. So it's, I think this market is just unfair for running backs. And until it's going to take a couple more running backs to get a big contract and to stay healthy, or else we're just going to be in this cycle over and over again. I, I honestly don't think it's going to make a difference because uh, you look at NFL history, right? At one point, running backs were the premium position and they got paid everything. Then you started having the quarterbacks quarterbacks get paid like they are now. And then you had receivers follow them, obviously, which makes sense. So I don't think you're ever going back to that unless you're going back to a strictly rushing attack, which will never happen. I remember like 15 years or so-ish. I don't remember the exact time frame, but it was when like uh, Calvin Johnson was really in his prime. I was just mm-hmm. starting to get into football, and my grandfather turned and looked at me and goes, see, these wide receivers are going to ruin the game of football because running backs are what make this sport run. And I kind of I disagreed with him at the time, but he kind of had a point because running backs really are an underrated part of the offense to football. And we kind of see that now as they're just looked on as they're, – they're not looked on with as much, like, respect as quarterbacks and wide receivers are. Like, quarterbacks and wide receivers get the bag. Like, to me, there is no reason why OBJ should have been handed a $14 million signing bonus this past offseason. Made no sense to me. He's coming a, a whole year without playing football, and he's just handed a bigger a bigger contract – then Saquon, he essentially he got more of a signing bonus than C- Christian McCaffrey has a whole salary, almost essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes no know, sense to me. The only thing I would disagree with you on Kyle is I think as the game has evolved, the defensive coordinators, the offensive coordinators, and everybody in the sport has learned how to game plan better for rushing attacks, mm-hmm. where they did it in the sure. past. So back then, it was pure talent would win. Right, not saying that like you can't win game. Now you have like you can win games without pure talent. I don't believe that. What I'm saying is like when it came to the specific running back position, mm-hmm. back then you needed a Jim Brown, you needed a, um, you know anybody else like that, right? Um, and that was what was going to get you there. Um, you needed a, an OJ. You needed somebody that had that kind of skill. You know Barry Sanders. Now I'm not saying that you don't need amazingly skilled guys i think you still need good competent runners but i do think the threshold's lower because we've seen it time and time again with those guys that are that talented as soon as the next season their offensive line just doesn't block as well for them or their tight end that was there that was a great one the fullback or whatever isn't there the rushing back falls apart and we've seen it with the patriots where year in and year out they throw a new guy in there and it's like oh yeah look he went same amount of yards doesn't matter i have a question so, can somebody name mm-hmm. the last time a superstar running back won the Super Bowl? Uh, define I, a super, I define a superstar because for me, it's I, I have a, my clear answer, but I want you to define a uh, superstar is defined as I would say the best player on the offensive side of the team. Oh, then it's Marshawn Lynch with the Seahawks 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I talked about this a couple weeks ago yeah, when the, when the whole situation happened. You were off this week. Um, you you were off that week, but I basically was talking about comparing it with salary based and how mm-hmm. running backs the past like it was like I did past twenty years or so a running back. On, on the Super Bowl winning roster who was leading in rush attempts had not made up more than 1% of the team's total salary. And I listed off the few exceptions, and the biggest exception of that was Marshawn Lynch. Yes. So, Which is ironic because he could have won two Super Bowls, they just handed him the damn ball. He, that's that true. is ironic. Uh, yes. And you know what's uh, funny? Give him the ball, they're winning that game. I guarantee you that. Uh, and that's coming from a Patriots fan. My favorite is that the, uh, the Patriots then kept did run the ball in all their successive trips and always did whenever they got in the goal. <clears throat> Atlanta. <Yes. laughs> exactly. So also also not to forget uh you know Sonny Michelle who just retired. Congratulations on his career. Uh you know, you know what helped with that Super Bowl run was him running for over three hundred yards and six touchdowns in that playoff um, run. In yep. three games. And look yeah. at the holes he had to run through and how he was so bad. Yep. So Sony, I, I, I wish Sony Michelle had a better, had a healthier career because he was so good. Well, speaking of all oh, this, yes. let's talk about underrated offenses. Uh, speaking of underrated running backs, so Giants, uh, of course, the most oh. underrated oh. offense. Oh. They're overrated. It's okay. Most Shots underrated fired. offense in the league, of course, New England Patriots. Obvious pick. <laughs> I mean, it's honestly, it's. Here's the thing: the Patriots could totally be underrated. They don't look it, and we don't really. I don't think it's gonna happen, but it could be. It could happen. Right My actual, all it really. I, I was gonna say. Well, I was gonna say. Let's all do a pick. Who we think the most underrated offenses? I'll give you all a minute while I go off on my option here. So my pick for most underrated. Now, in my opinion, underrated would be. Uh, you would consider an offense underrated if you, if a general person, a, a normal person, would look at the team and be like, they are not great, or at the best, not they are best okay. Uh, whereas they will perform. They have not, but they will perform significantly better than that. They'll be good. They'll be great, depending on what their original expectations are. So that's how I would formulate that, um, just to give everyone perspective. Personally. I think the most underrated offense. I'm trying to come up with a, a good reason for why I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Are we um, talking about last season or this upcoming season? This upcoming, or this season. upcoming, this season. upcoming season. Okay. So, of course, you're using last season as your, your benchmark, right, Justin? You're thinking, okay, how did they do last season? How do I think they will do this season that would make them considered underrated? Um, and so on. Uh, so, personally... If I had to take a choice, uh, there's a lot of slander for the Los Angeles Chargers. I would say that they have the most underrated offense uh, in the league, personally. I do think that people like myself are very high on them. However, a lot of people, because they don't win the big games or haven't always won the big games, like to say that they are not great or that they are not as good as they are, Kyle being the main person. Trash talking yep. Justin Herbert. I have multiple coworkers do the same thing. I am a Justin Herbert lover. However, I do think that they are one of the most underrated offenses. No matter how much people think Justin uh, uh, Herbert is the most overrated quarterback, so that's what I would say mm-hmm. personally. I, I Nick, I agree with you 100 because I actually think this is the year Justin Herbert will prove me wrong. Finally, I, I'm going. So I'm going into this year with the anticipation Justin Herbert finally says "fuck you," Kyle. 
If he's he targeting. Ever, if he ever if he's says targeting you, me, Kyle, I will give you a gross amount of money if he ever does that. <laughs> it depends right. on the context of why he says it, but yes. <laughs> Kyle pays for front row tickets to the Patriots Chargers game. Just, pay, I will just be it, like, just prove me wrong. Say fuck you, Kyle. And, uh, uh, Kyle's either gonna be like, I get it, or blush. It really depends. <laughs> I mean, I can say "fuck you, Kyle" whenever I want. Yeah. That's oh. <laughs> Justin. Contacts. Anyway. Yeah, I know. Justin. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Austin, you were first on my screen, friend. Who do you think is the most underrated offense? You can't take the same thing, Kyle. I know you agree, so think of a different one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to. Yeah, I've been trying to think who. I know who Paul. Jake would pick. I'm going to choose for Jake, whether he's watching or not. Jake would choose the Lions, the Detroit oh. Lions. Yeah, but they're not. You really know what's funny? I they, they were though. my. You know what's funny? They were my overrated pick last week. So that's hilarious. Yep. Okay. <laughs> they, 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 I, I, me and Jake are on the same exact page, and Jake's right 90% of the time, and I'm right 80% of the time. So this is a part of that 80%. So I'm right 20% of the time. So that 20% is coming true that's this year. True, that's true. So if you were to watch all our podcasts last year, 20% is a little generous. Right. And I think, no, I think 20% is about right, Steve, unfortunately. So, uh, <laughs> 20%. I'll take 20%. Yeah, I'll take that. I think you can have that. Point being, <laughs> Jake that. would agree. He would. Pr- he might not choose the Lions. He might choose the Chargers or another team. But I think the Lions are behind this list. Anyways, awesome. Um, honestly, I think, I guess this one may be a little bit underrated. Probably, um, the the Seahawks. I think they have a good chance to be. If Gino can follow oh. up what he did last year, I think he they have a good chance of That's being a, a, a probably top mm-hmm. ten offense. Um, with that rushing attack and um. DK oh, and other receivers they got. So I will pause for a second because you mentioned that rushing attack, which is definitely going to be in shambles the first couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, yeah, it will be, be considering Zach Charbonnet is out for the year, and uh, okay, Kenneth Walker. Walker. Kenneth Walker is out. I probably a couple games. I don't even know what he's going to miss. Marshall, come out of retirement. Yeah, there you go. I think Kenneth Walker going to miss like one, maybe two. You don't think he's going to be out that long, but we'll see. We'll see how he you know keeps going. But yeah. Um, so the Russian deck to start out may not be so hot, but it also depends again, I think on how their offensive line is. They usually put together pretty decent offensive lines, so they may be able to just kind of plug and play and go. They, they also have now with their rookie, they also have three very solid wide receivers too. So exactly, so I think they're going to be just fine, and I think as they get going throughout, the really, really good attack. Fair enough. I like it. They have three great wide receivers. That makes life easy. Justin, who would be your pick for the most underrated offense in the league? So the reason I was trying to go off of, like, if it counts as last season and this season is because, of course, we do have trades in the middle of, like, when there's, like, the downtime. And with the trades, kind of, I was kind of... My idea of going to be an underrated one just because of how everyone is very confused about this, I think it might be the Jets. Just because they are getting a mixture of Aaron Rodgers. And even though he's getting older, he might still be good. <laughs> and it's going to be... I, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers played with any other teams other than Packers. My friend... No, nope, yeah, just the Packers. My friend is a fan of the Packers and is definitely having mixed feelings about how he's going to think of what the Jets this season. I like it. I like it, Justin. Right. I appreciate that. Uh, I think it's a good shout. I think that you have that there are very and very very different opinions in the world of how good the Jets are going to be. I think they'll be somewhere in the trash. middle. Trash. 
Uh, <laughs> I, I don't care if they're trash. I definitely don't think they'll win the division. Um, I still think that is a Dolphins and Bills game to lose. However, I think there's a good chance they are ahead of the Patriots. So I, I would agree. That's a good shout. Uh, Kyle. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to start off with the team I'm choosing by saying I think they have a very overrated head coach, and I think this head coach is the reason this team is very overlooked, especially their offense. But this team was very good last year. In fact, they did win 13 games. Um, They did just lose a pretty talented running back, but I do believe his uh, backup is going to be substantially uh, undervalued this going into the season. But they also have the number one wide receiver in the whole sport. Uh, I think the Minnesota Vikings are kind of flying under the radar here, boys. Yep. Um, Justin Jefferson, <clears throat> best wide receiver in the sport right now. I think Jordan Addison's going to be an insanely talented rookie this year. I don't think he's going to be a superstar quite yet, but I think he's going to be a very talented number two. I think uh, Minnesota's building a wide receiver core that will be very similar to Cincinnati's. Um, I think also Osborne too. Yeah, exactly. That was my net. Uh, you beat me to oh, it. Yeah. So KJ Osborne, I think, is going to be I a very talented number three. Um, but also, they let's not forget they have TJ Hawkinson too, who is a very talented top six tight end in the league right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he's Kirk, but he can get the job done. He, he did a great. Needs to go exactly. He is very accurate with the ball where it needs to go, so he can get the job done. He's not like a top five quarterback, but he can get the job done. And I think Minnesota is definitely going under the radar, considering how yeah. up in the air the NFC North really is coming into this year. I know a lot of people are very high in the Lions. That's fine. They were very exciting at the end of last season. I don't. I understand why a lot of people are high on them a lot of people are very low on the Packers uh, as we all should always be low on the Packers because the Packers suck so we should always be low on the Packers and then the Bears are just going to be the Bears so I, I think the Vikings have a legitimate shot to actually win the division um, so I think they're kind of sliding under the radar there for what it's worth I would say Austin was the most right here uh, Jake did say the Falcons were his most underrated mm. offense so Austin's right, and they may have already talked about this, which may have been the unfair advantage here, but uh, he did definitely uh, just say that. So uh, for what it's worth, I did ask his opinion. Uh, he uh, like Desmond Ritter, though. Uh, good, good opinion, Kyle. I like it. Thank you. Steven. All right. I'm stuck between two only because I'm going to give an honorable mention to the Saints. Because you're going to have Chris Olave and Michael Thomas if he's healthy as your two, Derek Carr. But I think there's definitely enough noise of people saying, you know, they could definitely be a very talented team. But I'm actually going to go with a team that was complete dog wash last year because of injuries. But I want to give some love to the Rams a little bit because Matthew Stafford is coming back and he's going to be healthy. Him throwing to just Cooper Cup. They are, without a doubt, a 5,000-yard passing offense. Also, they still have Higby, who is actually a very serviceable tight end. I've had him on my fantasy team multiple times, and he has actually won games for me because of his ability to sneak in and just be able to catch balls here and there. So, Cooper Cup is still arguably, you know, he's still top five receiver in the league, and Matt Stafford is still a very, very talented quarterback. Kane Akers, he's pretty washed in terms of a running back. 
but if we're able to get oh, some wait, wait a second. Hold on, you just can't call Cam Akers washed? You can't say washed yeah, yeah. he was never good in the first place. He exactly. He's good, so. I'm gonna bite my oh, tongue. He's... Continue, Steve. <laughs> I'm gonna say Cam. I'm gonna say Cam Akers is. I don't have high expectations for him. I'll say that. That's fine. But it all depends if they able to if their offensive line is able to get some good play. And who knows? Maybe, maybe the Rancers. There is, you know, even though he's aged, there is a Julio Jones available in free agency. You just pick him up just to have one sick game. You know, it's possible. But wait. And you still have Julio Jones is the real question. Um, because he can't stay healthy. But oh, that would be a Patriots move to sign him, anyways. But also, you still have Sean McVay, who is art, who is a top five coach, an incredible offensive play caller, and I still believe that this offense will surprise a lot of people. Now, what's going to be their downfall is their defense, which isn't very much anything. But this offense still has potential to put up a lot of points. And I think Cooper Cup has been the only receiver a couple times. And I still think he's going to show up. So, you know, look out for the Rams because this could be a revenge tour for them. Who knows? Let's hope Cooper Cup doesn't get injured again. I hope not. I I sent uh, a pretty heavy trade to get this guy and i'm hoping it's worth it so we'll see it won't you're welcome for him anyways you're you're uh, welcome Steve. okay so that was it for uh, most is that is that two times in a row uh that just you, two that you traded but i him? trade yes that is two times that but i traded the last uh, time i basically really the last the last time i got fucked uh so this time i'm hoping i don't get as fucked <laughs> that was like the same thing with me and austin when austin kept trying to get cooper cup for me so just yeah, and then Jake's I got him. So that uh, works out well. Just to read Jake's message exactly, he would say the Falcons. Everyone expects them to be dog poop, as we say here, because we don't swear. For oh, yeah, okay. yeah, okay. For yeah. 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 But I, I, I like the Pitts London <laughs> duo because he likes armpits in London, uh, with with Dijon mustard and uh, and Patterson and Patterson. I uh, don't love Ritter because who likes the Riddler? Uh, but if he puts it together, they could be a pretty solid group. I liked him in the Batman. I think that's good. Uh, Jake did a good job, though. I do agree. They do have a lot of weapons. Their quarterback's the biggest question mark, for sure. I don't know, man. B. John seems so overrated as a rookie. I don't know. I'm sorry. What did you say, Steve? I, I didn't hear you. Steve, I don't know. I, I think B. John might be excited. Okay, well, now that Steve's <laughs> muted, uh, anywho, so uh, I, I can't possibly let him get away by saying a rookie who hasn't played yet is overrated. Uh, he is overrated, and I'm going to go into more detail. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, so, no. Justin was unmuting him, so I had to disconnect him. That's a rough life. Justin was Justin was unmuting him, so I really I couldn't just let him get away with it. Uh, anywho, uh, we're gonna move on. So I have heard for the final thing today that Kyle may have a hard hitting question and or game, depending on what he feels. I have both for you, so uh, one two punch to end it. Okay. Is it as hard as me guessing the uh, pitcher that I got twenty bucks for? No, it, it is not. And we okay. we uh we washed that, Austin. Stop. Yeah, that. but I still kind of got it because okay, I got it. Back. So what are, what we're gonna anyway, do, Kyle? You are gonna ask your hard hitting question. All right, I'm gonna do the each, question. I'm gonna you yes. gonna do the question first. All right. Each person is first. gonna have thirty seconds to answer. Dang. All right. Question. 
Uh, so I'm going to set up a timer. All right, sounds good. We are going to be good to go. So, Kyle, I have the timer on my phone. Yes, sir. Uh, so you're going to ask the question. First one to answer will be Austin. Otherwise, we will get time to think. I know Austin. Actually, we're going to do Steve because Steve's the best off the nog. So, Steve, you're going to go first, and then myself, Justin, Austin. Uh, almost, and then you can answer if you want at the end, Kyle. So, 30 seconds right. from when Kyle finishes the question. Okay, Steve? All right. So, we all love watching. We all have our favorite sport, but we all also hate the rule books of that individual sport that we love so dearly. So, if you were to take any rule from your favorite sport and get rid of it entirely... What rule would that be and why? Okay, go ahead. Steve. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh my goodness. <laughs> there are so many. You know, that's actually really tough. The first thing that comes to mind is roughing the passer, but I don't know. That, that's pretty much a BS rule. But uh, I think, you know, let's let taunting stay. I don't want rules against taunting. I want, <laughs> I want Golden Tate to wave at somebody off as he's scoring a touchdown. Give me more taunting because it's hilarious. Okay, Steve, timer up. Damn it. I, I think Austin Austin's face when Steve said taunting was hilarious. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, Justin, you're – or no, oh, Nick's no. up. Sorry, Nick's okay, up. My 30 seconds here. I'm going to choose a sport that none of you are going to choose. I'm going to choose hockey. Uh, I don't think that there should be a five-minute penalty for fighting. I think at most they should Ooh. get a minor. At most, depending on if, oh. it was un, if it was simply a put these hands down or if, rather if it was something where it was engaged, right? Obviously, if you get hit against the, or your buddy gets hit against the boards and he's down, you're going to punch the crap out of someone. You deserve a two-minute for that. Otherwise, Damn right. if it's an agreement, put the knuckles up, fight, that's it. Okay, 30 seconds. Justin. Hockey needs more Donnie Brooks. Justin, you're up. All right. So I actually kind of have a double one. One for a sport that I played. It was the fact of, like, I wish it was no offsides in soccer because of definitely I was more of an offensive person and sometimes accidentally slipped by everyone to get by. And then uh, for sports that we don't play, such as the football, I would say the times that I see that the kicker, the field kicker, every time they get roughing the kicker or whatever it's called, I like just guy, oh. even like just running into the person, they just slip a little bit, and the per the ref will call it as a roughing. I like yep. it, Justin. And last but not least, or sorry, well, last of those who did not know what the question was, Austin. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna go with hand checking since you guys took a lot of the ones that I actually thought about. Um, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna go with hand checking in basketball. I think they should bring that back. Um, and yeah, the the fact that they rule that as a problem, and it's always. We need some more defense. Uh, that's that's my take on that. I think we need more defense in the NBA, especially. Oh wow. Okay. Well, Austin went for a quick one here. I like the thirty-second method. I think that's fun. I think it kind of puts people I, on yeah. a little on a little pedestal. We might give a minute to think next time. I'm sorry, Steve. Uh, but no, you're good, Kyle. Yeah, this you get fun. thirty seconds yes. to explain what you've been thinking about for a while. Go ahead. So <laughs> I would obviously choose hockey as my favorite sport, and one rule that I cannot stand that I want to get rid. Is, is it what? Is it fighting? It's not fighting. I love fighting. I think there should be more fighting, but I also think there should be body checking. Like, why can the hell can I not body check the goalie when he's outside of the crease? Or inside the crease, for that matter. The goalie's part of the play. Let me run his ass over. I don't give a oh, shit. If they're gonna... Let me run his ass over. The goalie deserves to be hittable. That's my rule. 
Oh my god, chat. Just know that so many years ago in our senior apartment, I seen Kyle pop a vein in his head because I, I remember it was a Flyers game and the goalie got checked and they got a penalty for it. I was And they would have scored. Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> and that's when he became a New York Rangers fan. Correct. Uh, <laughs> Bingo. I need more disappointment. Correct. I just love disappointment. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay, Kyle. What's the game you have for today? So, oh, you don't sound so excited, Nick. Jeez. No, I just. You said, oh, you what's you like the to... game we have today? I am so. You said interested. you like being disappointed. Hey, so I was... Oh, I see what uh, you did there. Um, this has been a thing that I had that Nick told me I should plan back in April. Uh, we just never had the time to do it because uh, we had a lot of news to go over. Oh my uh, but it's it's a uh, what's that player? So I'm gonna tell you all of uh, their uh, accolades that they have uh, accumulated over the course of their career. Some of them are still playing. Some of is them it the have. Same sport? It is not the same sport. I am oh gonna God. give you the sport. I will okay. tell you okay. what the sport is. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I will tell you what the sport is. I'm not gonna tell you the teams they played for or anything, but I'm gonna tell you the sport. I'm gonna tell you uh, what their career accolades are. You just have to tell me who the player is. All right. You guys can work together as a team. I don't care. If you guys want to figure it out together. That works for me. Got it. Understand okay. what the yes, rules sir. are. All right. Mm-hmm. Starting off in football, since we're on a nice little football roll here to start the, for this episode, it is not Tom Wait, Brady. Okay, okay. Okay. okay, I'm sorry. Is this old and new players or only new players? It, it, it is current. It is current players and old players. Yes. Okay. So there are. Patrick Mahomes. No, stop. Listen to the. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it. All right. So this obviously it is football. It is in the NFL. It will always be the it will always be the American okay. version of the sport. So don't go throwing out players in the Chinese basketball. Canadian league. football league, Johnny Mantel. No, it will always be the Americans version of the league. Okay, so football. The accolades are seventy one thousand nine hundred and forty passing yards, five hundred and thirty nine touchdowns. He is a two time Super Bowl champion, a two time oh. offensive player of the year a 14-time Pro Bowler, and his number has been retired by two teams. I know, I know, I know. Yes, Steve? Nathan Peterman. That, yes. Oh, my God, Steven. Peyton Manning. Manning. Wait, Peyton Peyton Manning. Yeah, Peyton Manning. That is correct. <laughs> it is Peyton Manning. Holy shit. All right. My God. Uh, <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, I thought Steven also, was going to make a joke with, like, Eli Manning. Did. Eli Manning's not that good. Stop it, Justin. Don't give me a <laughs> um, all right. This player is a three-time Pro Bowler. He is a Super Bowl champion. He won Offensive Rookie of the Year. He averages 76 reception yards per game. He has a total of 57 touchdowns in his career. He is currently on the Baltimore Ravens, and he attended Odell LSU. Beckham Jr. Odell it is Jr. Odell. Yes. yes. Oh. You should have given the team. You should have just left the team out. That was yeah. too easy. So sorry, Austin. I tried to give you guys a little bone. You want me to make it harder? Fine. All right. Yes. I'll make it fucking harder. All right, then. Please. Uh, he's the... F- oh, oh. Uh, four-time Pro Bowler. He was a league MVP. He was an offensive player of the year. He averaged 268 passing yards per game, averaged 1.6 touchdowns per game, and came top seven in Heisman voting in college. Matt Ryan. No. Can you do that one more time, Kyle? Sure. Uh, Four-time Pro Bowler, 
a league MVP. He was offensive player of the year. Averaged 268 passing yards per game. Averaged (laughs) 1.6 touchdowns per game and came top seven in Heisman voting in college. No, because Cam Newton is not correct. I was going to say he won the Heisman, so never mind. And Matt Ryan wasn't correct either. Uh, (laughs) I didn't hear a goddamn MVP, so. I did say MVP. Did, in fact, oh, I said it. In yeah, fact, I said it twice. Uh, Matt Ryan yep. is correct, Steve. No, it's definitely Matt <laughs> yeah, Ryan. it is Matt Ryan. Um, this it's player good, is an eight-time Pro Bowler, eight-time Pro Bowler, two-time Super Bowl champion, a Super Bowl MVP, League Defensive Rookie of the Year, averages .2 sacks per game, averages .7 tackles per game. Wait, wait, can you uh, one more time, please? I know, I know who this is. I also I forgot know. a stat, so listen to the last one because I forgot to flip the page. Uh, eight-time Pro Bowler, two-time Super Bowl champion, was a Super Bowl MVP, a league defensive oh, rookie of yeah. the year, .2 sacks per game, average .7 tackles a game, and holds the record for the most sacks in a Super Bowl. Are we assuming yep. Von Miller? Is that right? Yep. Yeah. That is correct. It is Von Miller. Oh, I was almost going to say Lawrence Taylor, but he was a league MVP too, so. Yeah, not yeah. not Lawrence Taylor. Anyway, moving on to basketball. And so NBA. Uh, this player has over 17,000 career points, 3,600 rebounds, over 10,000 assists, was league MVP twice, an eight-time All-Star, and an Olympic silver medalist. Ooh. So they're not in the U.S. because the U.S. like doesn't lose very often. So that's interesting. Uh... How many times did he win? The he... Win what? Didn't you say you won the championship? Uh, I did not mention that. Oh, why did I think you said that? Seventeen thousand points. That's not that many. Like, Seventeen. Ten thousand but... assists is a lot. Yeah, but well, that means he's a guard, right? Because he had seven thousand rebounds, he had ten thousand assists, and seventeen thousand points. He's likely a guard ah. or a small forward. Um, I think this is a U.S. player, Nick. Yeah. They have, they have silver medal. And so silver. What was the last time the U.S. won? 2012. No, not 12. What was the redeemed team? Was that 2008? Was it, That was 12. 2008 they didn't, right? I don't know. I think 2008. Hmm. One of those awesome. teams was a redeemed team. Hey, hey, um, never won a championship. That's the weird part for me. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Chris Paul. Uh, it's Chris oh. Paul. It's Chris Paul. It's definitely okay, Chris yeah, Paul. That Chris is Paul. not correct. It is not. Wow. Chris Paul. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Don't, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Over ten thousand assists. Stockton, then? No, like, there's no, not that no, many no, people that no, have. Because Stockton had. No, like he has fifteen thousand. He had like eighteen thousand assists. Yeah, he had a lot more. Uh, yeah. Who has? Who's never won a championship that has ten thousand? That's still a lot. That's still top. T- that's high. Yeah, it's very high. It's like top four. So if it's not Paul, it's not Stockton. Uh, okay, it's not LeBron. I, I can, how many? We can just keep guessing, right? Kind of like not rapid fire. Yeah, right? yeah. You can, what, you about, can keep what about Damian Lillard? That is not correct. Damn. He does not have that many assists. That's for sure. I don't know. Who the heck doesn't? I'm that's what, the, is the fact that he doesn't have any championships. That I'm trying to figure out. That is the oh, weird oh, surprise you gave him without any championships, Scott. That's interesting. And that, um, there's a lot of players without championships. So that's hard. There, it, it is hard. I, I will say he is he is on a team's ring of honor. Oh, oh. player. 
So he, he is on the team's ring of honor. He is also on the NBA 75 anniversary team. He is a member of the 75 anniversary team. Almost all of them won a championship, so that's hard. Um, not all of them, clearly. Who the heck? <laughs> well, it's not Hakeem, right? Hakeem, Hakeem it is not. It is not Hakeem. He had more. And he won a championship. Duh. Wait, 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 wait. Oscar Robertson. No, good guess. Though. Oh. He was he was an, uh, a coach in the NBA. Did Charles Barkley ever win a championship? Uh, I don't know if he did, he did but not. Charles Barkley is not correct. No, I don't think he did. But yeah, this player retired in 2015. Yao Ming. No, no, no. I'm trolling. I'm trolling. I'm trolling. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Graduated. I mean, graduated. Retired in 2015. How many of these players you got, Kyle? Kyle, can I have a hint? Can we have another hint? Yeah, I guess one more. Uh, Sure. He was selected 15th overall by the Phoenix Suns. Oh, Nash. Yeah, Steve Nash. Why couldn't I think of Nash? Uh, I, kept, I kept thinking of who was at, had 10,000 assists. I'm like, who the frick am I not missing? And I don't know why. I was, I, was like, I was like, you guys kept bouncing around the right area. I was like, come on, someone's got to name hey, him. Hey, right? I think Charles Barkley <laughs> was a good guess there. It was a great guess. Great guess. It was a good guess. Um, Everything besides it assists, I knew it wasn't him. <laughs> Sticking in the NBA, three-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year in 2009, one league MVP. He averages 17 points a game, five assists a game, and three rebounds a game. He also led his team to the NCAA championship but did not win. 2009. Who was drafted? Kevin Durant. Oh, yeah. Katie was 2007, I think, or 2006. I don't think was he that? Was he eight? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. He wasn't. Well, Kyle, it's not KD, right? Let's just get that. It is not no, KD. No. It is not KD. No. I didn't really think about all the other stats too. He's that's the too low for him. Yeah. This yeah. player, this player should have had a better career. But he won MVP. He did win an MVP. And he was rookie of the year. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Yeah. It's Derrick Rose. Yeah, as soon as he said it, should have been better. I was like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was. Derek it was Derrick Rose. Why, he should have been better, dude. He should have been so much yeah. better. Once you win one MVP, usually in the contest, he was never in the contest for MVP again. So as soon as he said yeah. that, I was like, yeah. you said you were like yeah. he won MVP, and he was rookie of the year '09, and then I was like, oh, NCAA champion was like, oh, that has to be Derrick Rose. And right yeah. before you said it, I was like, oh, okay. Last one in the NBA. Uh, over 21,000 career points, over 8,900 career rebounds, 5,600 career assists. He is a three-time NBA champion, two-time finals MVP, two-time league MVP, a 12-time All-Star, and was an, was an Olympic gold medalist on the original Dream Team. Is this Hakeem? Is this okay. Hakeem? Okay. No, it is not Hakeem. I don't know any terms he has. This is all right. Okay. That clue at the end is a big giveaway, by the Magic way. Magic Johnson. It is not a great guess, but not Magic okay, Johnson. So uh, what was the last clue you said? He was an Olympic gold medalist on the original Dream Team. Okay, right. Larry Bird never Larry passed Bird the ball. On Larry team? Bird. Larry Bird is correct. Yeah, he never passed the ball, yeah. so that was obvious. Once I heard the assist or so, yeah. I'm like, huh. I was saying a lot of people, Magic Johnson passed the ball all the time. Larry Bird never passed the ball. He's a dick. Well, he's Larry, also Larry. Like, I'm like, it's either Magic Johnson or Larry Bird. So, Matt Johnson was down. I'm like, okay, it's got to be Larry Bird. Okay, yeah. Kyle, uh, I'm yeah. going to be alone. There's no MLB is going to be super hard. Uh, no, did you do MLB, though? I, ha- I, only, I only have two MLB ones. So, okay. MLB is okay. super easy. Okay. Uh, okay, well, 
Not super easy. That was not like, super easy. Okay. Super, not super easy, but I, I only have two MLB ones and two NHL ones. Say so. one of them okay. 3,000 hits, please. Uh, <laughs> this, per, this first one uh, has <laughs> over 3,400. Derek Cheater! Derek Cheater! <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! I knew it! Kyle. But anyway, as the soon second as he one. said over 3,000 hits, Come I, on, knew Kyle. I knew it. Oh, He's my Jerry, favorite. Oh. I have his rookie card, Austin. Yeah, I have Kyle, to. Kyle, come on. I have to. Oh, hey, Jared Cheater. He's my favorite. Does anyone, does, hey, does anyone know that Kyle's nickname is a Bible? Because I read him like a book. <laughs> um. Well, anyway, this next one because he's controversial think, and has a lot of. I seat. don't think this one will be as easy. So just listen. <laughs> just, just listen. Um. All right. He's a nine-time All Star. He was okay. league, league MVP, League Championship Series MVP, a pitching Triple Crown winner, AL Rookie of the Year, a two-time World Series champion. He was one silver medal representing the USA in the Pan America Games, and he has over 250 career wins. I think this is Verlander. Well, is Get... he, he's not right, Kyle. You would have said he's right right away, so Verlander's not right. What um, have I said it? I don't know. You, yes. Cause so say, say, go over it one more time, Kyle. Sure. Uh, nine-time All-Star, League MVP, League Championship Series MVP, Pitching Triple Crown winner, AL Rookie of the Year, two-time World Series champion, silver medal receiver uh, representing USA in the Pan America Games, and over 250 <laughs> career wins. Okay, Verlander does sound right, but I'm also thinking, like, he said it was harder. Verlander I, no, I'm pretty sure this is... It is. It is Justin Verlander. Okay. Yeah, I, was say it. I <laughs> wanted you guys. I wanted you guys to all say it in unison, but you guys weren't uh, agreeing here. Um. All right. So I have a couple NHL, and I also included soccer as well, just for fun. So okay. you guys will have to try and use your knowledge for soccer ones together. Uh, for hockey, this player has 172 goals, 568 assists, five-time All-Star. Great one. I don't know. No, it's not Wayne Gretzky. Uh, James Norris recipient, which is the best defenseman. Con Smythe uh, recipient, which is the best uh, play, which is the playoff MVP. He is a four-time uh, Olympic, uh, sorry, a two-time Olympic gold medalist and a four-time Stanley Cup champion. I, I don't know. It's, this is on you, Nick. Uh, yeah, it is. And the problem is, I feel like Kyle and I talked about who this was like not that long ago, and it kind of hurts my soul that I can't think of his name. Hmm. Kyle, is he retired? If I knew... he, is, he is retired. But he retired recently, huh? Define recently. 10 years? Yeah, like a little over 10 years ago. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know who the best defender of all time was, Kyle, or one of the best defenders of all time. Uh, well, Bobby Orr is probably the best defender of all time. Yeah, so Is it him? It, no. It's not Bobby Orr. <laughs> Bobby Orr retired yeah. at 85. Yeah, it's not. It's not popular. <laughs> uh, okay, I, you know, here's the thing, Kyle. You're, mm -hmm. you're talking about historical NHL players. I don't know a lot of them, so I'm gonna need. I, to... I can give you. I can give you the teams. He he represented Canada, so he's Canadian. Yeah, I figured that. Uh, and he played for the Devils and the Ducks. The Devils and the Ducks. 
Who the heck's Which the one duck? was he drafted by, though? That's the important Anaheim question. Ducks. Oh, he was right. he was drafted by the Devils. Spent most of his career on the Devils. Oh fuck! So you're saying he's played with Marty Brodeur for like all his freaking career? Essentially, except the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> except the very end of it. Except the very well, yeah. When did Marty Brodeur retire? Brodeur retired in 2014. Wait, is Bobby Orr from Canada? This is off topic. Yes. Bobby Orr is, I'm pretty sure. Actually, (laughs) now I'm second guessing myself. He might be American. But anyway, no, he is Canadian. He played with the Devils and. The Ducks. Not the Mighty Ducks, the Ducks. The Anaheim. (laughs) So keep that. So there are, there is a distinct, there is a difference there. You got me lost, bro. I'll be honest. I, I got. Uh, do you I want need, the answer? I need you want the answer? Hint. If you give me one more hint, maybe I can get it. How about that? A num- I, okay. Well, I don't know if I have a number. Another hint can here. I have uh, initial. S. <laughs> Sammy Sosa. Dude, does he have like a stereotypical like hockey <laughs> last name? Yeah, yes, he does. Like, like I <laughs> or some dumb shit at the end of the name. He, he or does, S- actually. He does have. Uh, he does indeed. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Igor. Probably, probably freaking like something Meyer or something. Like it starts with. It is S? something Meyer. You are correct. It is something Meyer. Uh, 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 S? What's the most stereotypical S name? Steve? Scott? Something. Steve Meyer? Steve Meyer? It's, it's Michael Scott Myers. Nieder- Scott Niedermeyer. <laughs> Scott Niedermeyer. Yeah, I was never going to guess that. But uh, uh, all right. Yeah. This, this one you should get. And if you don't get it, you shouldn't call yourself a hockey fan. Um, Good, I don't call myself a hockey fan. <laughs> Even you can get this one, Austin. Keep Great that in mind. Can you say no. six-time Selkie winner, because this will be over. <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's not him. Um, six. Uh, sorry, nine-time <laughs> All-Star. Six-time Selkie winner. <laughs> no, uh, not nine-time All-Star. Yeah. Two-time League points leader. Two-time League MVP. Two-time Playoff MVP. A three-time Stanley Cup champion. A two-time Olympic gold medalist. Uh, and he had he was drafted from the Rimouski Oceanic. Was Bergie only two time Olympics? Yes, Bergeron is only two time, but this isn't Bergeron. So oh, don't okay. Get, don't get <laughs> Bergeron. It is not Bergeron. <laughs> I said don't <laughs> guess Bergeron. <laughs> the fuck. Chara. It is no. <laughs> wait, wait. Question, Kyle. Did he win the uh, the MVP with the Oceanics or the fuck? No. Oh, well, that's not helpful. Well, maybe he Ooh. did. Actually, I don't know. Let me look. Hold on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let me look. Did he win an MVP with that team? I don't really count that team because, like, who cares about Junior? But uh, Can you give me the other teams he played for? He's only played for one team in his career. And was it that team or was it who they rebranded to? Because I don't know who they rebranded to. So that team that I said was their junior team. Oh. Well, his junior, so not the NHL team. Um, And he did not win uh, MVP on the junior team. Mm-hmm. Dude, he has two you're, de- you're, defi- 
You're definitely overthinking this one. Is, uh, yeah. is it Sidney Crosby? Like that's... It, it, it is Sidney Crosby. Okay. That's why I said oh, you were overthinking. I actually was going to say that, and I just didn't think I should say Like it. I said, well, you were overthinking. One, I, I thought he was drafted by the Penguins. He was drafted by the I Penguins. I knew the whole time. I, I said know, he was drafted from. I said he played for the – anyway. Uh, soccer. I got one soccer one for you. Okay. Messy. Okay. Messy. <laughs> it is not messy. Is it really um, messy? he is not currently playing, by the way. Okay. So, stop. Oh, um, he scored 129 goals in his career. He uh, he never won the MLS Cup, but he did. He was the runner-up oh. two times. He was oh. a four-time MLS All Star. Oh. Landon. Who? Landon Donovan. No, it's not Landon Donovan. Oh, okay. um, he did win the Concacaf three times, uh, and it's he was awesome. also he was also a UEFA Europa League runner-up as well. Is it Pele? It's not Pele. <laughs> he is an American, so. <laughs> oh. And played in the MLS, so definitely not Pele. <laughs> a pretty uh, a pretty well-renowned uh, American soccer player. Oh, you said he never won the cup, though. He never won the MLS Cup. No. He has 160 goals? Is that what you said? Oh, I'm sorry. I misread my notes. He did win the cup once. Oh, okay. Bad. I was like, so this sorry. is... Sorry. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> What's his name? Did he play for LA Galaxy? No. Oh, then it's not what I'm thinking. Wait, how many <laughs> goals do you say he had? 129. In the MLS? 29. Yeah, uh, no, in total. In total, like the World Cup, MLS, everything. Uh, not counting international play. So just um, so not counting World Cup games. So that's counting MLS games, or if he played in Europe, which he did play in Europe. That's what's kind of. So it's just not. It's not counting like international tournaments. So not counting the World Bruh, Cup. Not counting international, but Europe counts. I said the only well, two that no, I... Well, not international tournaments, Justin. No, I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> I just find I it funny. I said that. <laughs> I know. Uh, you guys know Wait, who this player is. He said he's, he's like, not playing. He's not currently playing. He's retired. I said the only two that I really know. <laughs> you said only one. Who was the second one you said? I said, well, that's true, but you said he didn't play for like you said Landon Donovan, and I said no. And then who was the other one you guessed? Yeah, the other one what I was going to think of his name. But... Clint Dempsey. I don't know, man. No, that is, it is. It is Clint what? Dempsey. Didn't he, he never play for LA? No, <laughs> he did not. Oh, did you oh, look oh, it up, okay. Nick? Did you no, Google I, it? I, I started thinking about when I used to watch uh, the World Cup when I was younger. Did and he play for them? They were like actually decent. Uh, Seattle. He played for Seattle. And and well, he played for New England. I could think of was Landon Donovan. Oh, he's on the Revolution. What's another name I could think of? And I was like, oh. Dempsey, Clint Dempsey. See, I didn't say him because for some reason in my head I had him. Play. And that's yeah. Why. No, he played for the Revolution. That's probably why a lot of uh. Why I've heard people, his name but a bit, yeah. So. He also, but Chris he Chip played Pulisic. for the Thunder. No, <laughs> I, I, I have more, but we're getting overdue. Yeah, so we're getting a bit <laughs> on time here. Well, anyone else have anything else to talk about this week? Uh, a lot of injuries and. And training camp. I feel so bad for Tim Patrick for tearing his Achilles now. I, I, yeah, I, I feel bad for him, but I have to laugh because that's his favorite team. And it's, oh my it's god, it's so juicy! Uh, all the injuries are so juicy. So, uh, and in uh, Joe Burrow too. His but actually, I did see something that was really encouraging. Uh, Demar Hamlin is practicing, and he had a very nice interception in training camp. 
today. Yeah, he's playing full contact too. Yep. Oh, Justin oh. just <laughs> Justin just gave the middle finger to Demar Hamlin. Wow, that is rough. no, I forgot. That about is that. rough. Oh, you heard it here first. I didn't hear the sound. That, I didn't hear the sound. I didn't do it. No, no, he's got yeah, a that right. Okay. That, was that wasn't for Demar. It was for Thomas. Uh, That's for right, Thomas, guys. Not I want to back. Yeah, we'll say it. We'll say that now. Embarrassing. He was calling Michael Thomas. Thank you all for joining us for episode seventy-five of our podcast today. Officially, the three quarters mark on the way to 100 we do appreciate you for your time with watching us definitely make sure to go down below and hit the like button and subscribe as we'll be here every week uh, we do thank you for your time we do hope you have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week and we will see you next one bye be kind to someone